Yo, what's going on? What's up? Peace, Peace and, and greetings from the sign of the rising sun. I'm Monk. And this is Stefan. What's up with you, man? Man, you know, just kicking back right now, man. I'm just at the crib, you know, drinking some uh, some yingling, just uh, looking at, like, the NFL preseason highlights right now. You know, just uh, just chilling, man. True. What about you? Uh, just right now, just kicking back, just watching the old uh, college football game, Tennessee, Auburn, left from last year. So you know it's that season. So you know uh, you know what I'm on. I'm I'm on, I'm on that time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, the damn football season is about to kick in. For sure, especially with college around the corner, you know. Um, I'm hoping that we can have a positive record, uh, ECU, but who knows, man? I, I actually think I think we I think we actually going to do pretty good. I've been seeing the stuff on Facebook, like the hype videos. Yeah, of course, the hype videos is going to look good because they make them look good for yeah. a reason. But Mike Houston, I did a little research on him. Uh He's a uh, old coach from James Madison. He actually won a, uh, I think he won a national championship at James Madison on a uh, Division One Double A. Okay, that's what's up. So, I mean, like, and I'm looking at these hype videos, and like, I'm looking at like how he's like, I'm looking at some of the moves that he's making with like how he's like setting certain team rules and certain play. He's not like letting certain players get away with shit. Like how like we like these past coaches have have been letting the team, you know, kind of get away with stuff, kind of loop been loose with the discipline. But he's like, I don't know. He it seems like he's bringing a swagger back, man. Like that's what we need. It's like, yeah, like it. It, it feel like a. It, it seemed like a, a mix of like uh Ruffin and like uh Skip Hose, which is like straight because like Ruffin he brought that he brought that edge. Skip Holtz, he knew how to recruit. Well, Ruffin did too, but you know, like it's like I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. Dude, how do we let go of uh, Minshew? Oh man, potential Heisman candidate last year, like bruh. like, and you really look at you look at it. What I mean, Shane Carton was like he was talked about early in the season of like what was it 2016. What? Early in the season. Well, was wasn't it about... wasn't it like the 2013 uh, to 2014 season uh, where we where we got okay. we were ranked up to like what number 15 in the country? All the years are just uh, blurring together. I, I'm thinking it was the it was sound, sounding like that year, like about our sophomore year. Bro, that shit. Sophomore that shit junior was year. just crazy, man. Like every weekend, man. Like that shit was every weekend. I mean, that football had something to do with that, man. Like, you got to think it was just so lit. Like, and every – we had them 4 o'clock games and 6 o'clock games because we were winning, so they put the games, like, later in the day. Yeah. So, man, the tailgate all day, yeah, it, it was wild, man. Like, Yeah, and just to uh, let the audience know, this is uh, episode 9 of uh, the podcast. You know, we, we took some uh, some days off you know, to uh, allow the listeners to catch up to what we've been up to, 
you know, with the collab episode with uh, Don't Bite Your Tongue with Mookie. And we just dropped the Shoot the Shit Volume 3. So we were like, you know, let's get another one in. And, man, I got I got one topic one topic in mind, man. It's the past couple of days. I know you've been seeing it. Jigga, Jigga Man. I mean, I, Jigga Man, yeah, bro. Yeah, I got, I, I, bro, I, 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 like, there's so much shit I got to say about this man, dude. Because it's like, everything he spoke about, like, the last couple of years, it's like he's he's done went back and he's reversed all of it. You know how he he talked about how the NFL he didn't need the NFL tell the NFL we in stadiums too. Now this nigga's over here, you know what I'm saying partnering with them, and he's now he's gonna be like a part time owner of the team. But we know really that only means he's gonna own probably like what point zero one percent of the team or some shit. So how are you going to be... Yeah, like a minority owner. So how are you going to be making a change? And then he was like, you know, we passed the kneeling. You know, we we passed that. You know what I'm saying? We, we on to other stuff now. It's like, bro, like, this is a grade-A capitalist move by uh, Jay-Z himself. And, you know, I see it's mixed reactions from people. You know what I'm saying? people. Some people are like, you know, it's great. You know, Jay, we need another uh, black person in an organization like that. And then you got people on the other side, which I'm on. It's like, this nigga's a sellout. How are you going to make a change in a system that is already built? It's been built for what? Over half of a a century now? You can't just come in and think that you're going to make immediate changes. Oh, yeah, sure. They're going to give you the the, um, the halftime show. You know what I'm saying? You can do that bullshit, but you're not making no changes in the regular season. Like, you're not bringing in more right. black coaches or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So, what was the point of that? He, he's not going to have the ability to, like, sign for outright sign somebody like and Colin Kaepernick. I look at, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even really looking at Kaepernick. Like, I'm putting him to the side because I look at him differently now because of how the, uh, the things have played out between him and the NFL. I look at him differently because 100%. he has that contract with Nike. And you know he he did the deal with uh, the NFL to where he he really can't. Um, I don't think he can really say much like he was saying before, speaking out on injustice in terms of like the NFL because I think they paid him some money, but he still doesn't have a job. Well, well, then I think they should end up paying him like sixty mil, which would end up being like if you really look at how his career went. I mean, he wasn't going to really. A lot of people, a lot of people think that he wasn't going to even be playing that well anyway. Like, he had reached his ceiling, which, I mean, I'm kind of on the fence about, but I I, I surely don't think he was going to be, like, uh all-star or, like, you know, on, like a, on, a, on a pro who, bowl level. Who was it, uh, the time. dude they called Jaws on ESPN? He was saying... Um, Ron he was saying that he had Hall of Fame potential at one point. You can look that up, because I remember watching that on ESPN. And I, I, I don't disagree because he's 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 wrong a lot of the time. Well, he's wrong a lot of the times. Like a lot of those analysts, which I don't know how they get paid to do that shit. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But we like, let, let's get it. I mean, we I mean we already know. But to the listeners that are you know that may be unaware of the situation, Colin Kaepernick, uh, what was it like three years ago? He uh, started the movement with um, kneeling in the NFL. And let's get it 
correct and say that it wasn't because of, um, you know, the the way that the NFL players are being treated. It's because of the way black millions of black people are treated daily within this country. That's what the whole movement was based around. But now we're looking back at it. So it seems, but now that we're looking back at it, you know, you see these uh, magazine covers, they got Kaepernick out here looking like, you know, a black Panther, you know, he's got his Afro. Um, You know what I'm saying? They, they, he made all that money with Nike, Nike just pumping out ads with Kaepernick, you know, and you got certain players in the league uh, taking part in the protests and whatnot. A lot of them being scared because of their image and they don't want to lose their money and whatnot. And then now you you come and you see a Jay Z that's supposed to be he's recently once he dropped four four four. It's like he kind of changed his frequency, or so it seemed. At least it looked like he was changing his uh, frequency with um, his subject matter and what he was doing. Uh, personally, w- with him and uh, Beyonce, but now you look at this move and it's just another sellout move. It's just something you another thing. In my opinion, you look at uh, Jay Z's career. He he pretty much he, he's a big hypocrite. Like in his music, he's a huge he's a huge hypocrite. You know, and people would just eat it up. Like he's like some type of um, genius or something like that. And I just look at it. It's like, bro, like. What is okay? People, people demonize. I'm bring them up again. People demonize uh, Kanye for going to meet uh, Trump at the White House and wearing the, you know, the MAGA hat. Which I ain't gonna lie, him that video of him in the White House with Trump. That's some of the most cringe shit I've ever seen. But, yeah, but he was shit, speaking. Man. He was like, speaking some real shit though. He was talking. He was I speaking some real that. shit. I agree. But it was cringe when he got up. You know what I'm saying? He went and hugged him and all that other shit. But, you know, people are demonizing Kanye for that, but they look at Jay-Z as like, this man is a genius. Like, I, I don't get it. I, I, it's because I feel like, you know, you know, we've had this discussion before about uh, Jehovah um, and the fact that I feel like it's, it's a certain template that's set up for him, you know, to be, I guess, where he's at now. Like, I, I feel like he he's a hypocrite, like you said. Like, I don't really take a lot of what he says, and I'm not using it as a jewel, like, as a jewel. Like, I, even I discussed it with 444. I, even, like, I well, I think it was when we did the collaboration, yeah. uh, we, we were talking about how a lot of what JC speaks on, I think I was saying, like, a lot of what JC speaks on, it, it's not really... Even with four four four, it's like him more flexing than him actually letting his people know, you know, how to actually get out of an economic, you know, deprived yeah. situation. It's a lot of a lot of what he's talking about is him flexing. Like it's not really, it's not really him. Even like I even from that, I don't even know why we even give him credit from four four four. If you really go back and listen, like a lot of what he's talking about is like not even like. I don't even really agree with how he's going about what he's with what he's talking about. I, I, I view it more so as him trying to flex on uh, on at, other other people in general, like his capitalist mindset. At this point, he's it's like he's trying to be an honorary Zionist Jew. Well, that's Jehovah. I mean, it's it's been set up like that for him. And I do want to speak on the Kaepernick situation. 
I would say both of these situations are like psychological operations is just on on the on the public in general. Like the Kaepernick shit, like people don't understand how like looking back, how they just played us. Like Nike and Kaepernick, man, they came into agreement because Nike knew at that time Adidas was blowing up, Puma's been blowing up, New Balance is booming. Yeah. Like everybody's booming and like Nike was kind of falling off. So What's the best way to get your stock to shoot back up? To put something like something so controversial, like like this situation with Colin Kaepernick that we're still fucking talking about. It don't even really make like why are we still talking about this shit? Like you see how that shit was such a big impact on society. Yeah. We're still talking about this bullshit. So like they came into a great like this shit was like on many different levels, many layers to it. NFL and. NFL and um, I think even on a governmental level, like they came to an agreement um, with these with the TV networks to choose somebody like Kaepernick, who his image. Look at his image. His image is a, it's the perfect image of somebody that they would want to like. I guess in a way create a uh, create a um, political type uh, new age political figure. But somebody, you know, a part of COINTELPRO, controlled opposition, somebody that they created. Yeah. Because if you really, if you really look at what happened with how even the the pledge, how how the, I mean the um the anthem even went with in NFL, it was they didn't even the teams didn't even have to come out. Nope. The teams didn't even have to come out to the field for Jerry, the for the uh, for the Star Springer banner until like the year before this. Shit Jerry came Jones out. got on his uh, knees with his teammates. But he, he didn't do it during the anthem. He did it before it. You know, people were making a big deal about that. They're like, oh, they're like, oh shit. Cold. We got an owner out here. You know, Jerry Jones, you know, he, he loves the attention on that bullshit. He's nothing more than a, a capitalist, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he knew exactly when to take um, an advantage of that uh, that situation. And, yeah, man, it's like, like you said, bro, like, it's like, why are we still even talking about this? Like, the NFL at that point moment they were feeling the effects of it for sure they were down in sales or viewership rather but now they still are yeah but i mean still people still i mean it's not going to stop people from watching the nfl as much as i don't really um tune into like games and stuff i still pay attention to what's going on like i'm like playing in a fantasy uh football group right now i'm trying to go three and oh you know Three uh, championships in a row, you know? Yeah. Damn. But, I mean, other than that, it's like I don't have really no attachment to it like that. You know what I'm saying? And, I I mean, it, I see it for what it is. It's entertainment. But it's like they never are going to treat the players, the players of color, um, like they should treat them. You know, they'll, they'll have these uh, little protests and shit, you know, like the NBA where they have their jerseys inside out or some bullshit or, you know, wear T-shirts and whatnot. But what are, are going to ESPYs and, and say a little, uh, like, five-minute speech about um, pro- police brutality or, or social injustice and shit? And, have a little message on your Yeah, fingers. like, what what is that doing in the grand scheme of things? Like, what... Man, you a multi y'all niggas are multi-millionaires. Y'all need to put your Not, eyes together. Put your Nike gay LeBron a Billy not the runaway. Like well, yeah, come I, on, man. Bro, and right now he's probably looking at that shit like a big mistake. Just think about how much money he could have made if he wouldn't. LeBron could that. be the he, he could be the richest. He could be the richest athlete of all time. 
But all time, he, and he probably, honestly, like, he probably like, still, like, he still, I think he has a chance to. But he's not making as nearly as much money as he could be making if he didn't sign a lifetime contract with Nike. Like, bro, his brand is big enough; he could go into business for himself. He's got like the um, best agent in the game, Rich Paul. And you see, I, they trying to get Rich, Rich Paul, Paul out the paint with that bullshit degree um, requirement. But I think they changed it because of the power of LeBron. That's how much power LeBron still, has. Like, hey, but you know, it's still bullshit though. That that rule is still bullshit because they still have that test yeah. that they create that you got to take and pass. That's what I. They need to get rid of that shit too. Cause them niggas can create some bullshit ass tests, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what's the standards? What's the standards of them creating this test that you got to pass to become? It's a, a, you know, it's uh, the same with like eight. it's the same it's with like these fucking uh, IQ tests and all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's a it's a discrimination. It's literary dis- discrimination. That's all it is, yeah. dude. That's all it is. Cause I mean, if, 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 who's who's creating the test? I think they're saying baby, the NCAA is creating the test. So like, I mean. All the NCAA has to do under the table is just basically give tip. Like, I don't know, man. It just don't really make sense to me. I think it's bullshit. I think, I mean, looking forward, you know, hundreds of years, I think we're looking at the early stages of football itself as a sport dying. Like, this is the, like, looking back, this is the early stages of it with that and with, like, with them doing these type of moves and shit. Like, I think it's just panic moves. I think the NFL started seeing, like, the NBA in itself. Like, they're doing something right, and they're stealing literal viewership from the NFL. Like, I'm looking I'm, I'm looking more forward to NBA season than the NFL season yeah. right now. Like, for real. And, like, I'm, like, I, I'm, I, I eat, sleep, and breathe football. But, like, I don't know. With that national anthem shit, I guess I, once we read through that shit and figured it's that like out. It's like it's not the same no more. Like, I don't, it's not the same. And then, see, and then. The CTE shit, yeah. like Roger Goodell, like the way he moved, like it's not the same, man. Like it's just like not the same. So like, I think all that shit was a a big time operation that was put on the people because of a a, a couple of things, like the NFL, the viewership was dying. Um, you know, I think the liberal, I think it was something with with like the, the liberal aspect of society. They needed something to like. Uh, fuel to the fire. I mean, let's look and let, let's um, look at Colin Kaepernick. Why would they pick Kaepernick of all players? Why would they pick him to be this this leader of this movement? You know, we're this is this on the, the we, day, we, we put we putting on ca- the conspiracy uh, hat right now or the the kooky. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, I was about to say, like, let's look into his past. Raised by a white family, he was adopted. He's actually biracial. If you look into his history, he's biracial. Um, yeah, raised by a white family. He he started, he came into the league. He he made a big impact when he got a playing time for the 49ers. You know what I'm saying? He was he was looked at as sort of like a a show-off or what or have you will or whatnot. You know, he was one of those flashy type of dudes. And then he uh he fell off after his uh his injuries that he um he had, and he was about to be out of the league anyway, like you were saying earlier. So all of a sudden, you just start getting these reports that you know Colin Kaepernick has been um protesting at each game, and it blew up from there. So like, why would they pick him of all players? 
I think it's because he and instead of a, you know, when you look at it, it's not that he's a great leader. So he is he's easily controlled. He's he's you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's just easily controlled. They, he's created. They created this this Kaepernick image. So he, that's why he's not gonna he's not gonna really say what what we still really need somebody to say. He's not gonna do what we still really need somebody to do. And like, in fact, what is he? He's also a walking hypocrite. He's still you can still actively see that he's trying to play yep. in the NFL, or it seems like that. You know that that could be the media pushing that, but it's looking like he's still trying. I, I swear I've seen where he's still saying he's working out and trying to still play in the NFL. Nigga, they have a whole another league coming up. They got the XFL. Exactly. Like, like what the like? Come on, bro. Like I, I've read through this shit. Like it's bullshit, and he's. He's a phony, like him and Malcolm Jenkins and Eric Reed, all of them are, all of them are. Like they all took a check under the scenes, behind the scenes, and like Kaepernick had to take that check. I think I thought he was really good. I like, do. Look at the stats. You remember when he he was? You really remember good. when he ran the, uh, that touchdown? It was like what, like ninety yards or some shit against the Bruh, Bay When I see like when I seen yards. that shit, I was like, bruh. I was like what uh what uh Jaws was saying. I was thinking like this dude has Hall of Fame potential if he can like if he can stay healthy. Like I've never I we've seen dual threat quarterbacks, but he is he's special because of his height, his speed, he has that track speed. He's like a fucking he can deer. throw he his he's got good throwing power. Uh, he had it all, you know. And he was like, we gotta think he was on that 49ers team with that. That team was set up to be like, man. That, people need to give that team respect, man. They 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 had a really really Bruh, that really forty good, yeah really, that forty really really niners team. team was loaded, and um, it just goes to show you like how good they were because when they um when they lost Alex Smith, they had Kaepernick to come step right up, and he stepped up big time for him. You know, going all the way to the Super Bowl, um, and not to like discredit Alex Smith because I mean Alex Smith showed that he was actually worthy of being picked high in the draft. Actually went number one overall. I don't know if he was worthy of being number one overall, but he's a worthy first round pick. You know, if we were to do it again, I would say. I think he's worthy first round pick. I don't think he's worthy uh, first overall. I think he uh, he's just a. Uh... NFL start. He's a slight. I think you know? he's slightly above average. That's what I was saying. Yeah, he's just an NFL starting quarterback. Like I'll say, he's like he's he's a quarter. Like he's a starter. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got you got some. You got certain players. He doesn't. That just he doesn't start. make mistakes. That's the best thing about. Yeah. Him. He don't make mistakes. He, so. You know he can he can start. He's not going to necessarily win you the game, but he's not going to necessarily lose you. Lose yep. you game. Yeah. So that means you better have a really good team. But I mean. He was close. He even he 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 was close with the 49ers. I think they went to like they went to two NFC championship games and one they went to the Super Bowl once. So he uh, he was close, but I mean he 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 he's just not he doesn't have the, the talent, I think, to get it done himself. Yeah. Which I would say that's not really worthy of a number one overall pick. Yeah. You know, I hope he does. I didn't I he, he's out right now. Well, that he, injury, he yeah. Blew it. Yeah, he fucked his leg all the way. I hope he comes back, man. I really hope he comes back because I, I, I still, I still think he was still kind of he was still progressing as a quarterback, which is, which is crazy. 
But I still think he was progressing as a quarterback. And I still think he was if he if he get was getting put in the right situation, he still could like probably get some shit done. But cause think about it, I mean he's in there in Kansas City. He he like, had the perfect offense in Kansas City. Like But you gotta look at it also like this. He had the perfect offense, but man, that's a shitty situation to be in when you got the probably the most talented quarterback when it comes to skill that we've ever seen. Yeah. Behind you. Like, you know, you have no choice but to get his get Alex Smith up out of there. Like, like, you know, like you have no choice. Well, Mahomes, I mean, I think they I think they figured that out once they lost that playoff game. What was it to yeah. um was it to Pittsburgh? I think they lost. It was it was Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah, or the Patriots, yeah, Pittsburgh. And I mean, you can see right there, it's just like Alex Smith, he he just didn't do enough in the game to get them over the um over the hill. And now you got this this young dude, Patrick Mahomes, like you said, who potentially could go down as like one of the greatest ever, you know. I mean, Pat Mahomes can put the ball anywhere, like he can throw the ball 100 yards. Like, he legit can put the ball anywhere on the field. Like, we don't, you don't, not you, but some some people might not understand how how crazy that is. Like, that's not any shit that time, no, no quarterback in NFL right now can really even do that besides Pat Mahomes. We've never seen no shit like that. He can throw the ball 80 yards. Yeah. Consistently. He, he has videos of throwing the ball. But he can throw the ball 80 yards consistently. Like, that literally means that's a different breed of quarterback. Like, now we got to develop, like, a different breed of defensive back because now these motherfuckers are going to have to be talented enough to cover more land, you know, more right. field. Like, they got to they gotta be able to do that shit cause of, just because of the talent of his arm, dude. So, like, I really – I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, though, I – I don't know, man. I, I, haven't, I haven't really kept up with the NFL as much as I used to, man. I used to really be on my NFL shit. But, I mean, it's football. It's hard to – Yeah. It's like I I walk away from it, but it's hard to stay away from yeah, it. Yeah, I ain't really – I like – I'll stream a game here and there, NFL. Yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't been my main focus for a while, you know, especially like we said after the Kaepernick situation. But, um, but yeah. We can clearly see that Super Bowl was one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever. I think that was probably the worst Super Bowl I've ever. Watched. They turned up. They what? They turned the lights out at one point. No, uh, I'm thinking about. Um, I'm talking about this past year. Oh yeah, the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. I mean, it, it was written. It was written for uh, for Brady. He had to get them six rings. You know. The reason why I brought it up is just like I'm thinking like this shit is just going downhill and downhill for the NFL. Like it's getting worse and worse. It's, it's like even this, no matter what they do, it's like even the shit that they do, it makes it worse because I feel like the Kaepernick situation was what kind of put this. It what, it what led me not to want to keep up with it. Like man, I'm not trying to keep up with this damn bullshit. Like they're trying to basically make this even worse. So popular. yeah. Like, like, hell no, just play the fucking game. And then this nigga Brady won. Like, come on, and you can clearly not even, I ain't have to even look at no RFG video. Like, I ain't, you ain't have to go that deep to even see that this shit was a setup. 
Come on, bro. Like, it's an even bigger setup now because I don't know if you've seen it, but he threw a bomb to Josh Gordon in preseason for a touchdown, and uh, the NFL just reinstated Josh Gordon again. Which is wild. Yeah. And somehow he gets in the Right. Bro, Villachet be eating, bro. Like, I, I I, don't know, bro. Like, him and uh, Goodell, you know, that that's his man's, you know. So, he allows stuff for him. Really? Josh Gordon, the, the Browns released nah, him? No, Josh, nah, Josh Gordon, I think he went to rehab on his own will. Yeah, he just left. And then he, he got reinstated as a free agent. I mean, I think he did that because he knew he was going to fail an upcoming drug test. So he was just like, fuck it, I'm yeah. I'm about to just go to rehab. And, uh, yeah, it worked out for him. And, I mean, it's just a cheat code, man, if Josh Gordon can come back, which, I mean, he looked in that possession, he looked great. I mean, this dude could come back and be one of the best wide receivers, and that's potentially a seventh ring for Brady. Oh, my God. They've literally bent the rules for this nigga to win these yeah. rings. And we got to still look at this shit. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm tired of seeing the Stone Age pocket passer, dude. Like, yeah. The only reason why it was like the, it's like the rules are like set up for them niggas to fucking win. They rigging it, man. They they pulling the strings like Geppetto, you know? Like, people remember, boom, Tom Brady goes down with that injury when he tore his ACL, which, man, that was a dirty injury. I, I, I agree. That was dirty. But then what the NFL do, man, that shit shifted the whole league that next year. That was when they initially instated the rule where you couldn't hit but hit a quarterback below the knee. Yeah. I agree. I agree with the rule, but I didn't agree with how the rule was enforced because specifically like when Tom Brady came back, you couldn't even hit this nigga, period. You still can't hit him. Like you still can't hit him. They stay with throw that flag quick as fuck. I'm like, man, they're literally bending the rules so this nigga can like still be Good. When you got quarterbacks like like Cam Newton and Russell Wilson and um Lamar Jackson, you got these fucking Bruh, speaking um, of beast, yeah, Kyler Murray. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, man, he looked like Mike Vick out there, like in the preseason, bro. Like I ain't seen nothing. I, was, I ain't seen nothing. I was, I was like, bro, like the way he he juked into the um the end zone for the touchdown. It, it was a flag, so it got called back. But I was like, "Bro, like Baltimore they might say, have some." They say he's they here might, to stay. He might uh, have someone special in him, but you know, a lot of people are saying he's got to uh, learn how to slide, which I be- I believe that's true as well. And he's got to learn how to throw the ball a little better than what he's been doing, and not just uh, run on first instinct. But then again, the coordinator that working with him. They gotta let him be him, too. So yeah. you know, if that if that if that's what works, if that's how they scoring, shit, just keep it going. You gotta adopt some of those college plays into the NFL offense. I mean, they've been doing that for a while. I mean, we saw it with the 2011, 2012 players, like you name, like Cam, like Russell Wilson, like Kaepernick. They came in doing the you know the options and shit, and it was working. Um, RG3, but, you know, we see how that happened for RG3. And, you know, I posted that that meme in the group chat. Uh, that was after the game, preseason game, Packers and Ravens. L- Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah learn to Yeah, slide. Lamar Jackson walked up <laughs> to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and they would, you know, he was showing respect or whatever. And 
Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, it was, you know, great seeing you play and stuff. He was like, you know, just learn how to slide. And he was like, yeah, you know. And then you see RG3 just in there just like, yeah, ha Like, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's what you, that's what his face said. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, know, bro, RG3, like... bro, it's like, I mean, I look at his career, it's like, bro, it's like what could have been. Because it's like this dude just took so many unnecessary hits when he could have easily just went out of bounds or slid. So... Well, I, 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 I kind of viewed him as a gimmick quarterback. Even for, like, I never really was, like, high on him. I was more so – I always said, like, out of that group, I felt like he would be the – out of him, Andrew Luck, and Russell Wilson, he would be the least successful uh-huh. one just because of, like, you like, just from the start, he just didn't know how to take hits. And I think he did tear his ACL when he was – Baylor? Um, when he, yeah, when he was at Baylor. So he was already injury prone before. So like I never really was. You no, know, I was hella impressed. You no, know, don't get that shit twisted. Like when he came into the league, man, that shit was that shit was beautiful. Like running that damn that pistol option, and man, I was really hoping being a you know uh, a big advocate for like the pistol option, the spread option. I was really hoping that that shit was here to stay in NFL. But I could start. I started to realize how to as the season progressed, as he was hitting, getting more big hits and he's getting the injuries throughout the season and starting to see how teams are like trying to defend this, this, uh, scheme. I'm like, man, this shit is not going to last. Like it's not going to last. Like he doesn't, he, he doesn't have enough talent to be able to like run a traditional scheme. Yeah. And the scheme that he has is like, this scheme is created literally for him, which is, I think the right thing to do when you drive, when you get a, a, a talented quarterback, but I'm looking at it as like, I was looking at it as like, he's not really talented enough to run a traditional scheme once these teams start to figure out their base play, which is the uh, inside zone split and the, uh, the, the option. Once they figured that shit out, it was a wrap. And then on top of the fact that he didn't know how to slide, which is a big fucking deal because Okay, Tom Brady and like Peyton Manning, they're not scrambling quarterbacks, but they still get hit. But they're still taking a lot less hits because they don't scramble. They're taking the just the, the normal hits that a quarterback takes right. in the pocket. But when you're like Lamar Jackson or RG three, you know Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, these type of athletes, they're taking a lot more hits. So they have to learn another like another way to play. They have to learn how to not take as many hits. Like, literally, like, you're going to be getting hit the whole game, so you got to learn how to, like, shit, let me step out of bounds more, let me slide. Like, you got to be smart. That's a part of, like, longevity. And I think that's why, like, Russell Wilson has lasted as long as he's had. He's lasted. Because, I mean, he's had the worst O-line in the league since he's been in the league, but he's still been pretty healthy relatively since he's been in the league. Same with Cam. I mean, Cam has been hurt, but, like, look at the hits he's taken. He's still, like, been more consistent, I think, with how he's with how he's been – without his play styles is. Yeah. I mean, he's um, – He's been – he's still been consistent. Yep, he, you know, he's, take, he's taken a lot of uh, hits that you could say as dirty hits, to be honest, and he don't get called for it because, I mean, the type of athlete he is. So – yeah, the rules aren't 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 made for that type of athlete. Literally, like they even tell you, like 
It's fucking crazy, ain't it? That shit is fucking crazy. It started with damn Mike yep. Vick. All black, all black. He used to get tore the fuck up. All black up. quarterbacks. It's not their fault that they're the most athletic. And this is why I say it doesn't make sense sometimes because their arm talent is just as talented, if not better. Yep. Like, they make it seem like Aaron Rodgers is... Aaron Rodgers' arm talent is not even on the same level as Pat Mahomes. And Pat Mahomes can move just as good as Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But even like a Russell Wilson. Look at Russell Wilson's arm talent. You can't really look at the arm talent of Aaron Rodgers and say... It's that much better than. I mean, you really can't. At the end of the day, you can't. I would still give the edge to uh, to Aaron Rodgers, but I mean, if I had a certain scheme, I would say, you know, I would say Russell Wilson would fit, will fit a certain scheme better than Aaron Rodgers, and I can see you justifying, you know, picking him over Aaron Rodgers. You know, like same with um. Same with Tom Brady. He, like his mechanics are like God level. His mechanics, his release is God level. But I mean, so is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like I mean, like it's a new age of quarterback, man. It's, like it's, it's a new age of a quarterback, and I'm I'm excited to see this shit though. To be real, like the dual threat, the scrambler. Um, I think it's gonna be more of an air raid type of uh, NFL because it's got to be more point scored. Especially with the XFL about to shoot off, they got to find a way to to bring back excitement to the game with all the rule changes that's been occurring. Because i I think I think that I, I don't think Roger Goodell wants to fuck with like Vince McMahon. I think Vince McMahon still owns the XFL. He doesn't want to fuck with Vince McMahon when it comes to marketing and like like nobody does. Who wants to fuck with the WWE? Come on, dog. Like the the way. Vince McMahon has stretched that that brand and the ways that the following, like he is one of the greatest entrepreneurs that we've ever saw. And it's based on the marketing. It's based on it's based on the, how he can get the public stirred up behind. I mean, it was product. that was yeah. I mean genius at the time. If we if we want to talk about somebody being a genius, I mean I can't think of a a company before that that was doing that. You know that wrestling, that type of wrestling. It's like a, it's, it's otherworldly. He's literally, he literally created a, um, he created a, a whole yep. sector of entertainment. Yep. Like he, he didn't create wrestling per se, but he created his own. Created I mean, he's pretty that, much his own universe. Yeah, he created his own lane. Like and it, and. It, Really, like, what's life without without wrestling? Like, really think about it. Like, I don't, I don't really keep up with it, but like, I know, I still know, like, my brother keep up with it. You know, definitely our boy Moot, he he keeps up with it. Dan keeps up with it with our homeboys. Like, I I know people that literally keep keep up with the shit. Like how somebody would keep up with the NFL. Like they keep up with it still to this day. And like, I don't really see. Life without wrestling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit would be weird as hell without it, man. Like, that's how good of a fucking product I it grew is. up so on like, uh, wrestling. Watching Raw. Which I think is, everybody. Damn near everybody. Watching Raw and SmackDown. And I used to get the old uh, VHS tapes from my uncle. My uncle, Tony. And 
I would watch it with my dad sometimes, and I'd be watching like the WCW days and ECW, and then I started watching with the WWF, and then it changed over, you know, to the WWE. Back, I mean, but back in those days with the WWF, you know, it was Raw as War, and that dude, that that shit was yeah, dude, DDX. No, D or DX. I might have said that wrong. But yeah, that shit. Degeneration X. Degeneration yep, X, yeah. Yep. That shit was, uh, yep. that shit was crazy, man. One of my favorite wrestlers was uh, Eddie Guerrero. And that's probably when I stopped watching like that once he died. And then I remember Chris Benoit died. And his whole story was crazy what happened with that. But yeah, man, that's why I stopped. Yeah, that was unfortunate. You know, I stopped watching it really like after people started dying and shit. I was like, man. So I, I start watching it here and there, you know. So yeah, I started like just picking up here and there. It's like once they started, once they got out of the Attitude Era, when they started switching it to uh, WWE from WWF, that's when I kind of started. Like I was still watching it. I still watched it for probably about three or four years after that. Kind of just stopped watching it. Like it really. But you know the crazy thing is, like my brother still watch it here and there, and like I'll watch it with him. And if you still if you still watch it, okay, like the shit is actually just as good today as it was back then. Like, like the way it's written, like the way it's, the way it's like set up, the way like the way they have it structured, the storylines are just as good now. Like it, that's what's so fucking crazy. Like it's just as good now as it was back then. I promise you. You put on. You put on SmackDown, you'll be able to watch the would whole you, episode. And would you before. see it as a good investment? Um, only way I would, I would see it as a safe investment. Yeah, because I don't, I don't really see I, it I, going anywhere. Exactly, it's not going to grow. That's why I would see it as a safe investment because I don't really see it growing. But that's not a bad, that's not a bad thing because it's its own king and its own avenue. Like, it created it, it created its own realm. Like, it still runs that realm. What is wrestling without the WWE? You know what That's I mean? true. Like, it's nobody else. I mean, nobody, you, and you so had, still run you that had real realm. wrestlers, like the gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, that came, that came into it. They were like, yeah, let's boxers, boxers yeah. athletes, um, everything. Oh, and then a lot, of, and then most of the original athletes that are in the WWE. Oh yeah, we we can't forget the fact that they end up being the best actors. This is true. Come on, yeah, dog. the Rock, the Rock. Like, is I mean, end up literally Rock being... is like what the number one paid actor right now in Hollywood. Uh, John C- can't forget about John Cena. John Cena, you know, he's done roles here and there. He's not. A bad actor. Batista had his Batista. Run. He's he's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know. So he, he's play he plays uh Drax the Destroyer, uh from uh Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, so yeah, you got they be on the shit. You man. got it. You know they 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 branching off into other things and it's a growing brand. You know they got their own network, the WWE Network, and yeah, man, people. People to this day started as kids or adults now. They're still watching it and stuff. So yeah, it's something that'll be here for sure. But yeah, on the top. On- I mean, it's so powerful. 
it's so powerful. You, you got UFC fighters that would just that would literally leave the UFC, win the UFC, run that shit, and still go back to it, dude. Yeah. And uh, Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey. It it just it just provides so many uh, opportunities for people to grow. You know, their personnel. Yeah. It's like a screen. And uh, on the topic of like investing and stuff, I saw it. Uh, um like an interesting article today where it was talking about uh, cannabis. You know, cannabis stocks have shot up recently. And I know we've talked off air about how cannabis right now, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to continue to grow. And once it, it's legal nationwide, man, the, the profits you can make off of that, it's in like the I, that's in a billion dollar range, and then down long time yeah. from now, I could see a trillion dollars being made off of cannabis, man. Like that's how powerful it is. I agree. That's something definitely I would look into. Like I would look into like investing into is uh cannabis. But now I say this like I I'm gonna say grow your own, but. You know, the white man ain't never legalized anything that benefited society, even his own people. So, I mean, I I got to keep my tinfoil uh, koofy on with that one. But with that being said, shit, get your bag. That's some shit I'm going to invest in. Yeah. You know, I'll definitely grow my own shit, but that's some shit I'm going to invest in. And, that's the only thing. That's, and, yeah, that's the only thing because, I mean, you, don't, you do not know what they'll put in the marijuana to begin with you can't man the shit is so powerful man the hybrids I feel like so many hybrids now they literally like they, 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 they when they do the cross cross breeding they're doing like they're literally cross they're, making they're like, that just, making that making that genetics. shit in the lab that's what you're doing you're literally doing that you're doing you're manipulating genetics and the pesticides and the shit you spray on it like literally a motherfucker, you, you might not look think you're in a chemist in, in, in a lab, but you could be an average Joe, literally manipulating a whole plant into some bullshit. You don't even know what you're doing. Just off of the shit you spraying on it, and 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 you know what you're mixing to get. Like you might be doing like that's what's going on. Yeah, like, I, I feel like on a bigger level, like the shit that they spray yeah, on the, it. The herbicides, and, like you were saying, is da- yeah, dangerous. Like the, chemicals. Um, Somebody at work today that we had a T5 meeting and uh they were presenting on a I think it's called what is it run up or run up I think round, round up. up yeah and it was, it's got the glycoside yeah that, yeah round up is and it's it's linked to cancer and a lot of people are yep. using it uh for either farming or for just in their yards you know for yard work so you got people, you got farmers. So it's this is it's, it's a big deal because it's you, it's a com, it's, it's it's basically a common household item to like a big time industrial item. So it's like used on different levels. Like you got big time farmers and farmers and farms, they use it as an herbicide, as a pesticide to keep the weeds and, and all this all this stuff yeah. away. But then you had everyday average Joes that just use it. You remember they used to have hella commercials growing up with Roundup, just going outside shooting the weed, shooting a little spray, killing the weed in your in your little in your jook in uh, your driveway. 
So that's what makes it a big deal because that shit was extremely like Roundup was just as big as them shit. Roundup, like how can I, what can I compare Roundup to? Um, I guess Roundup was just as big as them for Breeze. Like it's different, different like markets, but it, that was yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's in that like same that. type of you know that that um same type of lane. Yeah, I get. That's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, huge deal, huge deal, and it's. I mean, it's not to get the the containers or whatnot for. I guess for an average Joe, it's kind of on the expensive side. You know, it's not something that's like a couple dollars or anything like that. Like, are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking up. Like a say, like a a gallon of it goes for like twenty seven dollars at home at Home Dang. Depot. But it's really good. It's yeah, really it's good. effective. You know, yeah, it, you know, it kills the weeds and the, I think the the bugs that come with it as well. It plays a factor in that. It's that shit that they shit. It's killing. So it's killing literally every damn thing. It's killing the fucking plastic that's holding the shit in the containers, going on your so, skin, giving you. So who? I mean, so who's to say once they uh, legalize marijuana recreationally nationwide that they won't use some of these herbicides in that marijuana. We don't know because we're not in the lab when they're creating these hybrids. So like you said, it's just best to uh, learn how to to uh, grow for yourself. And you know what I think? I think that I think the herbicides, not only will it affect our literal, like our physical health, but I think I don't, that's not even what I'm really concerned about. I think what that stuff does is that's what's affecting our mental health. Also, it's like when they crossbreed certain of uh, these certain, but they also have they use the herbicides on top of that. That makes it that makes the shit that makes the mood disorders and like I think that affects our mental health and that that's I'm I'm thinking that's gonna not we're well, not going to that's attributed to a lot of the new or not a lot of the um uptick in like bipolar and. Depression and 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 specifically anxiety. Yeah, that I mean that um, the, you could like you can link that to just taking drugs in general. You know, over the counter yeah. prescriptions. Enough of it will change your brain chemistry, and yep. for a lot of times it's going to change it for the worse. You know, they they say you losing a bunch of brain cells of smoking marijuana, but I mean, just imagine you know if you're out here shooting up heroin, what's, what's that doing to you? I mean, you can see the effects physically, but on it. I mean, how many heroin addicts do you know that live for, like live in their like eighties? I don't know no eighty year old heroin. Nah, addict. nah. I mean, I don't know no eighty year old alcoholic. I don't know no eighty year old pill head. But I mean, shit. I I mean, I don't I don't know any of that for like a heroin. But I mean, you you see all the time. You can look on YouTube, see motherfucking crackhead that can sing his ass off. Sound like damn Otis yep. Redding. No, I or I seen a crackhead. He um sound like uh what's his name with the voice box. Uh, Roger Roger T and Zach Roger Troutman. Yeah, yep. naturally, just doing it, beatboxing on his chest, making the beat, 
and singing at the same time. You talking about the one that had the uh, red? He had yeah, the fresh ass fit with the slip back. Yeah, red, red. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daylight shit. He put. He showed his. He showed. He brought that back. Or up you, that, or you could think about the guy that had the broadcasting voice that kind of looked like Obama. Oh, uh, I mean, Cleveland. Yeah. He. I think the Cavaliers. They they brought him on for. Bro, yeah. Like, I mean, like you. You know, you got plenty of talented crackheads out here. So, I mean, they. I think that drug, man. Talking, I've talked talked to the crackheads, and I, you know, I, I asked them like, how, how does that shit make you feel? Like, and like just doing research and like actually listening to what they say. I, I think that shit literally throws you into another realm, bro. Like, man, I seen motherfuckers. I know somebody close that man. They can they can do that shit and. Do any fucking thing. Like, I can see him hit that shit, and then I'll do anything. I mean, be able to fix your car. Be able to, like... We've been sitting outside where... Done, seen a fucking snake that I, been sitting right in front of us that, like, literally four other people that ain't do this shit can't see. But the only one that can see this shit is a crackhead. <laughs> Damn. I swear to God, to this day, I, I, I'm i like, yo, I ain't... I don't know. I ain't seen no fucking snake, but... That I don't know, man. That shit does something to your senses. It does something to your sense. Every every sense that you have, it does. It, like you can see better. It, does, it gives you. I don't know, man. It does something to you, man. It does something to you. But with that being said, like I'm not saying I wouldn't recommend it. Like <laughs> I ain't never done. It. I wouldn't recommend that. Shit, Crack is whack. Yeah, like I, I mean, but I'm saying the ones from from what I've heard, like. I think that shit throws you into another ram or something, cause like uh, if you notice, a lot of people that 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 smoke crack, what they kind of already naturally out of the matrix. Yeah, they're de- they're detached from the regular. I mean, the, what the n- regular nine to five hustle that most people go through. They detached like they ain't. I they mean, ain't got like, no bills. So, shit, can no we, responsibilities. We can't be <laughs> they probably, I mean, all they, they got to do is mooch sure, on they, they probably smell like piss most of the time, but, you know. I mean, they happy. They happy. <laughs> <laughs> they ha- yeah, they the good. They happy good, shit. you know. Let me get my coins and get my crack. Shit, I'm Gucci. I'm, I'm going to get everything else. Everything else going to fall into place. I ain't got to worry about no fucking bills and niggas taking my taxes out of my That's shit. That's why you, see, them, you see the videos of them motherfuckers going viral. They out there motherfucker dancing, smiling. I mean, they, they free sad. shit. What the fuck you mean? Like, yeah, I'm on crack, but shit. I ain't got to be like a slave like y'all. Shit. Y'all like... That shit, wow. Y'all, y'all, you know, they say broke people, they party on the weekends, rich people the weekdays. Crackheads party, crackheads party every day. Shit. That's true. <laughs> every fucking day. Hey, you ain't never heard of crackheads. I ain't gonna get Rocky, out of here. You ain't never heard. I, I'm thinking about I that. I've been, I've been around. Yeah, I, th- I think about. It. I heard him say. I heard him say they can't get no more. But I ain't never. I ain't never. Like I'm not say I can't get no more. But I've been in a situation where they gotten crack, but can't get no more. And it's like, well, fuck. Like time to go to bed and restart tomorrow. You right. know what I mean? Like. But I ain't never seen that. Sh- I ain't never seen that like a die where it's like. Oh, but they ain't make no money to where they couldn't get hired out. Like, no, nigga, no. Them motherfuckers hustle. They gonna figure some shit out. Them motherfuckers are gonna 
shine your rims for 50 cents if they got to. They gonna figure some shit out, my nigga, like, that's what I'm saying, man. That shit does something to your senses. Like, that shit has to be researched. Like, it, it does something to you, dude. Like, craziness, dog. Yeah, it's, it's a lot we don't know about with that. But, but with Jay Z though, I this that this I had brought had to think this back up. Uh, we never really finished. Uh huh. Discussing um. Back to the main topic. the main topic. Main topic. So this guy, this is kind of going with in line with what I was literally just talking about, like the move that he would make with the NFL. And it's not even like he made a move with the NBA or anybody else. Like he made the move with the NFL. Like out of all out of all brands, um, you know he has he has made moves with the NBA before, but it just really doesn't make sense to make moves with the uh, same league that you you know want to talk shit about in previous like publicly right. previously. But for me, it wasn't a surprise, and I haven't even really did a lot of research on it. So, you know, I might not really know as much as other listeners, as, uh, you know, other people listening out there. So, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to stay on the surface with this shit, though. I mean, I, I already kind of see Jay-Z for what he is. Like, you know, you have, you have... You're on that type... You're on that level, and a lot of a lot of the moves he makes is things that still the same moves with either the enemy or... On a on a on a main on a surface level, right? You're not making the you're not making the deep enough and the radical enough moves for you to sit up here and think you can drop a black or call yourself a um, I guess a leader. Because even even though like I don't even though I'm technically don't look at myself as a leader, you still have to be a other people might still other people may view you as a leader. So you can never forget that. And I don't think, uh, you know, he's really done anything positive enough to change his previous images that I already had of him. So. Yeah. I mean, and people worship him and Beyonce. Like, I I just look at it like, man, like, it, it just seemed like a lot of people, they just want one, uh, one person to grasp on one black person and try to pushed them up to the levels of someone like a Malcolm X. But it's just like that person, everyone we see that uh, is a celebrity, I mean, they're compromised at some point. And what we see about Jay-Z is that he he just isn't, um, he isn't as sincere as you would think he is. He, ha- he always has an alter- alternative agenda from the very beginning. So it's like... He seems just as wicked as a, as as everybody else. Like He's a Jew. I mean, let's, let's keep it real. Shit. I mean, that's what he is. He grew his locks to try to, you know, to feel more, I guess, more at home and shit. But the nigga is probably like a 33rd degree Mason at this point. Like, I mean, I don't... I don't look at him as like a brother, like my brother. You know what I'm saying? He's... He's a, a an elitist at this point, so yeah. Yeah, he's not like he's not on my realm. Like he's on a whole another realm than, than where I'm at. Shit. Yeah. Like he's he's dealing with a whole of different shit that I could even imagine. So, 
how can I expect him to have me in his best interest when he has also clearly showed that it's really only about the dollar, which, you know, it's, I don't, I'm not going to sit up here and say it's not about money at all. Shit, I ain't, ain't going to lie to you. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm, I'm say this. I'm going to let the listener know this. Like, money ain't everything. Like, legit. Like, it ain't everything. Like, But you're going to be naive to sit up here and say that, um, you know, you shouldn't have some type of capitalistic or, like, entrepreneurial type mindset because that will help you in any type of society because at the end of the day, you're going to have some... It's going to be monetary. Um, it's going to be some type of currency that you're going to have that's going to base your economy. You're going to have to have a certain mindset on how to like maneuver through that through that society. So you have to know what to do with currency in general anyway. But I mean, that shit is not everything. Once you start making moves based on just uh, dollar bills that don't really exist, and that's when I feel like we have problems. And I, Jay Z's just been like that, you know. But that just it smells like Cointel Pro to me. Yeah, just smells like, and you know, kind of just base break down what Cointel Pro, you know, just briefly. We basically can get talk about that in a whole episode. But that's just a um, that was a leak in the CIA operation. The whole operation that was created by Edgar Hoover. Um, well, J. Edgar was, Hoover of the FBI. He was like the head of, of the, the FBI. FBI. Yeah, the FBI. I believe it was, a, I think it was leaked somehow of this. It was like an actual document of a um, procedure that they would follow through with called COINTELPRO. That, I mean, it's. Just, I would just, I definitely recommend you do your own research on COINTELPRO. Um you can talk all day about, I mean, about the the system that that what that that um did to society. Just kind of what they how they employed COINTELPRO and how it affects everything. How you can kind of see the current day society that shit is still being used. It's still like if you look at rap, they use what? What do you think? A nigga like uh. Like a mumble rapper that that's promoting drugs, Little Pump, Juice World, Little Pump, Juice World. Yeah, Juice World. Yeah, I mean, Juice World. Juice World. Juice World is literally, literally like World. he's like the second coming of future. Like he's like every song, Boom. every song he's talking about popping the Zan, lean, getting high, being depressed. He's perfect for exactly. So he's perfect for the promotion. You know this. What 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 is future saying? Okay. Future's, what he started talking about, he started, he started talking about um, Molly's. What did society start doing, man? That's thing you Popping know, Molly's. It was a Molly's Molly left phase. and right at ECU at that time. Molly's left and right. Okay, and what did he do next? He started talking about Zans. Bruh, Zans, I ain't, we ain't never know what a Zan. I ain't know what the, I knew what it was because of where I, what I do, but I ain't never seen none of that. I ain't see that shit. I ain't heard nobody taking those Zans. But Future started talking about Zans. Let's say, you know, you see Zans. Everywhere, Zans, Percocets. Now he, he started. This nigga started talking about some Perky's calling and shit. Talking about coding, bro. What do you start seeing? You start seeing that shit everywhere. It's because yeah. these motherfuckers, they get all this money, and they get, and they get their agents, their agents, they're literal agents. They get all this money and fame in exchange to promote to be puppets. Even Future said it. He talking about he, he even wants and different songs. Somehow he don't need no stylists. 
Like, it's I, like, yeah, nigga, yeah, you don't have no control over it to be the stylist or not because you control it in the first place, bro. Them damn, them damn Todd Moskowitz of the world, Leo Cohen's, they got that nigga by the damn belt loop. They they got that nigga right. in the stranglehold. In the stranglehold, because you know damn well he why you came in this shit, nigga. You know damn well he don't own none of his masters, bro. None of none his, of his shit. masters. No, you even, even when he did his interview, what he talking about? He, he was talking about with the mask off. Talking about how his and or not the AR, his uh, engineer was gonna make the choice of not putting that shit on the record. That's what I picked up from that. Wow. His engineer was making the choice on what was going on, or it was it was somebody in his somebody in his camp was gonna make the choice on if mask they made the final choice on if mask off was on his album or not. Cause remember he said he didn't know that it was on his album. Yeah. So I picked up from that. I'm like, bro, you don't even have creative control over your album. Like these niggas are literally, they so they're probably are literally telling you the name, what what the name your shit. Like literally, I, that's like I that that up. last, like the last shit he just dropped, the Save Me EP. People I thought were that shit was trash, bro. I mean, I I like I like some of the well, songs. No, like, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I ain't gonna say trash. I, I ain't gonna say trash. I I I thought it was uh I thought it was alright. I thought it was. All right. I, yeah, I, I'm I liked it for what it was, but. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how the the liner notes on uh if you go on this, like Apple Music or Spotify, he wrote out I guess allegedly it was Future writing out how he's you know he's on drugs and he's depressed and everything and they were just saying he's just baiting people into believing yeah. that he's depressed and that that's exactly what he's doing sort of. He even uh, Similar, similar to like a um, a logic when he made that one eight hundred that suicide song. It's the same shit. It's just a different way of conveying it. You're just baiting people into these these different sectors of people that go through this shit. You're you're you know you're trying to appeal to them, so you're manipulating them by saying this these lies. Saying that you're fucked up, you're suicidal. When in reality, you're you're good as ever. In reality, Future doesn't do drugs like that. He even said he has he don't do drugs like that. Like he said, he even said he don't even he said the shit in interviews. He don't do cocaine. Same like same as like a, a Travis Scott who, if you listen to a lot of his music, he talks about a lot of drug use. But in reality, he, I, th- I don't think he really does drugs like that either. Maybe just smokes weed or whatnot. You know. Man, you, I'm telling you right now, like the, the the way that they talk about, I you know I take care of drug addicts and shit, dude. And I'm telling you, the way they talk about those drugs, like you can tell who's really on those drugs and who's not. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna you say I'm gonna tell you one thing. Uh, Famous Dex is really on them drugs. That, you can tell. You can <laughs> tell who's on them shits and who's not, dog. Yeah, you can tell for real, like. Rich the kid, Rich the kid, that that dude is on drugs for sure. You can like, tell. Um, Uzi, he's on drugs. I can tell. I can just look at him and just be like, all right. He just look. Kodak. Yeah, Kodak. He be on them. He be on them. Uh, them jiggers. Jiggers. Them jiggers. <laughs> they can be damn grinding his teeth out the fucking grill all the time. He be talking crazy on records too. I was listening to that pimping that easy song where he talking about fucking young ma. I was like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro. You can tell you can tell the ones who's really on that shit and who ain't. Like, and you can tell, you can tell, you can tell. But that nigga Future is not really on no drugs like that, bro. He probably smoked weed. 
but he can't. He, it's no way you can do no coding like that, dude, and still, like, literally, still be alive, dog. Like, without him being in and out of the hospital and the shit. I'm telling yeah, 50, you, I, I'm 50, telling 56 Zans, whatever that bullshit was. I was like, bro, that goofy, dog. Your ass would be having seizures, dude. Bruh, that that's crazy, man. People just be promoting it. And I remember I was watching an interview of this dude, um, Little Got It. He's an up-and-coming rapper from Atlanta. I think he was like, yeah, you know, I've already done did like three perks today or whatever. I was like, bro, what the fuck? I was like, yo, how is this dude even still, like, up? Like, he's a, you hey. know, and, and the dude... um the dude I was watching, uh, you know, shout out to uh, the Rap Trap, Big Facts podcast on YouTube. You know, he breaks down a lot of stuff that's going on within the rap uh, community and whatnot. He was like, man, the kid, I mean, he's a kid. He's like only like 19. He doesn't understand that he's a drug addict and he's got to keep, wow. he, he has to keep taking these pills to stay at a level that he think is normal now. Normal. Yeah, so this is the guy you were saying he gotta take so many when he wake up. Like he don't really, he don't, he didn't realize that shit. Like he gotta, yeah, take more, more. You gotta keep taking it, or you gonna, I mean, them withdrawals from what I've heard is crazy. Yeah, so, you can yeah. die from opiate withdrawals, like opiate and benzos and alcohol. You can die from those withdrawals, and like opiates are, man, it's a reason why people are, are addicted. It's not really even. Just because of the medication, it's because of the withdrawals too. Cause you, I mean, yeah. that shit sucks, dog. You can't handle that shit. It's easy just to take the take the medication and to suffer the withdrawal. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad state that we're in the music and just in no, just in society as a whole with like the opioid crisis that's going on. You know, but. I mean, it's like the government, I mean, the government doesn't give a damn at the end of the day because they're benefiting off of all of these people being sick. So why would they try, truly try to help these people when they're making billions off of this shit? Right. It's like it'd be getting away the of their profit stream. Yeah. I think something's going to, something's going to be uncovered that's going to be undeni- undeniable. And the reason why I bring that up is because I was going to just kind of briefly talk about the Epstein. And, um, man, I think it got a lot worse than what, honestly, like, I think, I mean, that's kind of what we what we talked about. But, I, I mean, it's just really very interesting to see how this shit is just kind of, you know, falling into place. I mean, we kind of said it first, how that shit was going to be the domino effect. It's like a whole domino effect, man. Yeah, for they sure. About, they went into his apartment and they found a uh, picture. I was like, like a painting that would build Clinton's face, and he was like in a red in a dress, and he was in, he was in a what? You're, you're breaking up. He was in a he had a Bill Clinton in his apartment because they finally went in his apartment, I guess. Yeah, and they had a painting of Bill Clinton in a dress in the White House. Um, but he was in oh, like shit, I ain't, damn, I ain't hear about this. Yeah, it's called uh. Parsing Bill. You can look up on Google. You can look up the exact painting um, on, on Google. It's called Parsing Bill. And um, yeah, he had a. They said he had a big, a big ass painting of Bill Clinton 
um, in his apartment. Like it's like a, he had a like a luxury apartment, like a fifty thirty million dollar, like it was something crazy like that. But he had a big ass painting of Bill Clinton in a dress that was in the White House. Uh, she was like sitting in a chair in a dress in the White House, like doing a certain pose. Um, with Bill Clinton's face. Some, some damn ritual. But guess what? Guess what that dress? Guess what's significant about that dress, though? You talking about a ritual? Oh, it gets deeper, and it gets so deep to where, man, we this shit is just the this is just the the tip of the iceberg. Guess what the dress represents? That's Monica Lewinsky's dress. Mm. Some crazy shit, dog. Like you know, they they're doing a um TV series based off of that that scandal. Well, I mean, they just milking some shit that they. I mean, that's that was that was some bullshit. They just milking that shit, but I mean, it might be interesting, you know, just as a series. But I, I what's the name of it? Do you know? Remember the name? It's it's um it's the same um it's the same series. It's an anthology series that uh, comes on. I believe it's FX. They did the one with OJ with Cuba Gooding Jr. Okay. Uh, um, I'm trying, I'm looking up the title of it right now. You know, they was also saying that American Crime Story. American that's the name Crime. of the television series. Okay, that's definitely recommended. Then okay. And they were they were saying Epstein. He had a book. He had a black book that had like basically what I'm what I figure what I'm starting to figure out is I think him and Bill Clinton. Well, I think Bill Clinton is like one of the high, higher up ringleaders in the Pizza Gate, which is mm. fucking crazy. I think and that'd be like that'd be. I mean, that it, it seems like they trying to they trying to tie Trump in with uh, Epstein. Trump is tied, yeah, Trump because he's he had, but here it gets deeper. So, policy. So Epstein, he he thought this shit out. He went about it in a way to where when he dies, he can he can still blackmail these motherfuckers. He had an insurance policy. So what he did was, I guess, his close friends and I guess people he was fucking with and people that I guess he knew that was like leaders or whatever, he wrote their names down in his black book and within an insurance policy. And like, he, he got it insured. Oh, that's, shit. That's fucking crazy. Like, that's some, he, he did some shit that, you know, it's some out-of-the-box type shit. So in a way... I mean, you know, they can still they can still destroy the documents and stuff. But I'm sure it's other layers to it. Like if it's insured, I'm sure like a part of that they probably made copies or it's probably, you know, it's it's harder to kind of go about. But I mean I'm sure the government can figure some way, but I think at the end of the day it's just gonna uh, it, it, I think what it what it what it did uncover or what it will uncover, or I think what it does what it's already kind of just signaled towards is that Man, this might be the start of some big shit. I think Trump I mean, is involved with it, I, definitely. I, I, I mean, think I Obama think it, probably too. I think it's it's good because we need a, a fucking major overhaul on the government. It's time we need to get all these old motherfuckers out of here. Get all these old white men out of here. Man, I know you've seen it in Hong Kong. They got martial law over there. No, I haven't seen that. It's fucking crazy, man. Like, you know... It's gonna get bad everywhere else, and then it's gonna it's gonna be the worst in America. So 
That's why they don't ever really broadcast now, any news. Did you? Did you hear about uh, Denmark? Denmark offered to buy the U.S. Like ah. buy, yeah, yeah. That I saw that earlier on uh, uh, Twitter. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, they offered to buy the U.S. Like, you know, they talk. They were talking about how they got free health care, um, and other benefits or whatnot that I can't think of at the moment. Man, but yeah, it would be crazy. As hell. I was like, bro, I was like, niggas trying to, you know, I was thinking, I was like, you know, the United States, you know, is a corporation. And I was thinking, like, it don't niggas, really trying, niggas trying to buy, I was like, niggas trying to buy us and shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, so we going to be Danish after this or some shit? They be like, yeah, okay. I mean, how the fuck can you buy a country, <laughs> dog? Like, I don't dog. know. I don't how know. Can you buy a country, man. Like, is that you know, open your mind up? And, man? and I seen, I seen, um, also, there, uh, a damn graphic. It was showing how the country of Denmark is like 266 times smaller than the U.S. So it's like they're not going to be able to house all the people in the U.S. in fucking Denmark of all places. You know, so it was interesting to see. I would but, think they would just buy. They would just buy. You can't. The how the fuck are you going to be? Capital to here. I was, bro. Like, I feel like the United States is damn near priceless at this point. I mean, oh yeah, we already know this. The how can you, Yeah, I don't know how you can just buy a country like that. You really can't. But you can, you can buy a country. Hold up, what word are we using? We're using country. So you can't yeah. buy a country, but you can buy. Okay, United States. You. You gotta. It's it's something with the terms. Cause see, Denmark, they the United States isn't technically actual country; it's a damn corporation. So, like these, and you got to think, all these so-called countries are technically corporations, because the indigenous people aren't running these countries, which you got through through natural law. You know, means that most all these governments are connected, and they're all using the same doctrine, which is basically like a corporate structure corporation. Denmark can say that they can buy the United States because, I mean, yeah, that's the same as the NFL or the, that, that franchise in the NFL. They can, it can be bought. It can be owned, but you can't own a country. You know what I mean? You can't right. It's, la- I, it's, it's land at the end of the day. It's not something it's, it's a tangible thing, but something like that, it's like who are you to say that you can just own that shit? You know, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, it's crazy because somebody, if somebody, if some indigenous person can claim that land, like somebody can claim that land. Somebody was born, literally born on that. Well, you really, somebody can't technically claim it, but it was an initial person on that land, and they can at least say this is a, my initial, like this is the initial land that you know that they're that own, but. You can't say I own land per se. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I I guess Denmark though is saying that they can buy the United States is because I mean they're not wrong. I mean they can buy the United States because it's a corporation. Like it's not real. Like yeah, it's a fucking private entity that can be bought. <laughs> but no, nobody. That's most- that, that shit would be crazy though. You just see the news one day like Denmark has officially bought the U.S. A flag change, all that. I'll be like, "What the fuck? 
we about to see a lot more cheese danishes and shit, which I'm not, you know. I I, I, I fuck with it. I like I like the danishes to be honest, but you know. I don't really. I mean, they are. I don't really eat them like that. But yeah. uh, I think we covered a lot, you know, for this this episode. So I mean, do I mean? I think we just you know got a lot of got a lot of shit done. You know, I definitely be looking forward to this shit. Every, yeah, every time. And we'll definitely try to keep a consistent flow of that water. That's what it's about, you know, just consistency. Consistency is the key. Um, and, you know, we'll just keep growing as people with the stuff that we talk about and as much as the audience will continue to grow. So, yeah, on that note, I'm Stefan. I'm Anque. And... We are the Divine Council Podcast. Until next time.